Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, I'm ready. You gonna start it? Yeah, you immediately lost energy. I know. I'll get it back. I'll get it back. I need you with me, Naomi. I'm with you 100%. Also, you want different pictures, you pick them out. Yeah, I will. <laughs> okay. God. <laughs> Just like you're like, hey, do this extra work. No, I didn't say do it. <laughs> Are we rolling? Do you see what happens before before we actually kick on? Do y'all listen or see the lie we create for you? Because we start off bickering. I would be happy if they saw the truth. All right. Then well, we're keeping be, it in. Then they would be on my side. Well, we keeping it in. <laughs> Cut to the theme song. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. I am Naomi. We are a couple. We are a couple of comedians. And we're here to bring you some great comedy from our live show. You see, on the Couples Therapy live show, we have comedians who are friends and lovers and spouses and siblings do sets together about their relationship. And then we take the best sets from that and bring them to you, the listener, right into your ear (laughs) when you're feeling sad, when you're feeling bored. When you're doing dishes. Whenever you listen to your podcast. When you're feeling chory. 
chorey. Yeah, it's the emotional feeling of doing chores. Oh, okay. I'm into it. I'm okay. into it. You guys, we <laughs> are sitting with you fresh from a trip to NY Sizzle. That's New York City. Have you heard of it? We had a good time, didn't we? I have a t-shirt that says, I heart NY Sizzle. Okay, so, y'all, <laughs> we went to New York for a lesbian wedding of two, my very dear friend and her now wife. And honestly, the only thing I travel for nowadays are interracial lesbian weddings. An and that's what this was. racial lesbian wedding. On a personal level, we love these people. We love them. It was them. wonderful to see them get married. But it also felt political. On a political, you know what? An interracial lesbian wedding, high up on the list of things that kick the white male patriarchy square in the butthole. <laughs> kick them square in the hole. Square, <laughs> square, square in the, in the hole. hole. <laughs> it was so, so lovely. We, the okay, yeah, so uh, one bride is black, the other bride is white. Hence the interracial. Hence, hence the interracial. You know, I just wanted to specify what the races were. Oh, you yeah. really have there are many. There's so many races. I just assume. You know Hot takes. I just assume everyone is our brand. <laughs> everyone is our brand. Oh, my God. And what was so great was they. My, I was like in it from the jump. First of all, two brides, both in dresses. I got double looks, bitch. Each there were dress, two looks, and I was loving it. Each dress fit their personalities too. That's what I liked. I saw, I saw a physical manifestation of who they were as people, <laughs> dra- sartorially draped over them. <laughs> I was like so into it, so dynamic. And then they both had, they both had a member of their family do a reading. Both men named Bob. There was a black Bob and a white Bob. Oh, my God. And y'all, it is as good as you think it would be. Okay? Because white Bob, the father of the bride, was so white Bob. There is from Wisconsin, and he's got that Wisconsin accent. I'm, I'm not good at accents, but I think you know what I mean. Anyone from Wisconsin. Oh, he had a Wisconsin accent. He did, in it? <laughs> oh, my God. This is bad. That's your, your whack-ass British accent. <laughs> oh, that's British. My bad. <laughs> But My it was like bad. so great. And he read something that was like so lovely. He was wearing a tie that said I heart and why and it was just like so tender. It I was, heart and why sizzle. It was I will not acknowledge it. It was so tender and so like just midwestern and sweet. And then Uncle Bob, Black Bob comes up. Okay. By and the it, way, Black Bob and White Bob sound like they could be like outcast songs, like sequels <laughs> to Bombs Over Baghdad. <laughs> to me, what I wanted to see was Black Bob and White Bob become two cops on the verge of retirement. Like, I want that television show on Fox. Because the best thing was, because, like, White Bob, he, like, has a paper, and he pulls it out, and he reads this, like, moving portion that was, like, so tender about love naturally. And then Black Bob comes up. He ain't got no paper, okay? Black Bob just started preaching from the heart, reciting some Romeo and Juliet up in this piece. And I was like, Black Bob, no, you didn't come in here without a paper. No, you did not commit this shit to memory, Black Bob. Actually, maybe White Bob is Eminem covering Bombs Over Baghdad. <laughs> just want to, you know, the the sizzling joke from before. Right. Just want to. Just really put. Little really addendum. Little P.S. It. Put a real yeah, yeah. finer point on yeah, yeah. that hot, hot rep. Basically, what I did was stick a pen in the pencil sharpener and mm-hmm. spray ink everywhere. I love it. Yeah. That you, was... know what, you know what? I When you do stuff like that, I think. 
He's so brave. <laughs> That's what I love most. I am courageous. <laughs> can I? Can we talk a little bit about the food? Oh, of course. Wonderful food. I, here's what I liked. <laughs> the minute the ceremony was done, you could go get a soda, and they had four bowls of a nut and pretzel mix. Love and a mix. It wasn't just peanuts. Right. It was all kinds of nuts. Cashews. Looked like a Brazil nut at one point. There were pecans in there. <laughs> you just naming nuts. Brazilian nuts. Brazilian nuts. What are the big ones? Brazil nuts. Brazil nuts. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. It looked like there was a Brazil nut. What are Brazilian nut? nuts? If you if the if you taking the shell off, if you taking the <laughs> We're gonna let that one sit. <laughs> and you know what? I don't blame I don't blame you. I don't blame you, the listener, if if there was a sigh <laughs> coming from you out loud, and then your coworker goes Hey, why'd you just sigh? And then you have to be like, I, I don't want to get into it. I'd have to explain what this podcast who this is. Weird, who this weird white guy is <laughs> and his silly puns. Anyway, um, great food. Dinner, y'all. It was fried chicken, mac and cheese, baked beans. Like, it was just like comfort food to the max. It was so good. And I'm like, all weddings should just have comfort food. That's what we want. I mean, the best weddings we've been to have been ones with comfort food. Ones where we're like kind of a buffet style. I love it. Where you, you're just like, it's very casual. It's formal, but casual. Right. Yeah. It's lovely. It's nice. But you're just Formual. Like, oh, formual. Like for, okay, formal, casual. I get it. Look, I'm fainting with some of these. They're yeah. not. Okay, you told me to you told me to get my energy up at the top of the show, and you up in here phoning it in with these formulas. Okay, I did what I had to do, and you up in here still half asleep. You're not wrong. <laughs> Here's the thing I like about weddings: they're they're my chance to to practice being normal. <laughs> if that makes sense, go on. You know, we were at a, at a wed- we were at a table with uh, very nice people. Interesting people, but like normal people. Like I'm not going to be out here with like referencing Mighty Boosh or Fugazi or something like that with them, right? Yeah. We're talking about LLCs. We're talking about taxes. <laughs> well, the, one of the brides went to business school, so that is why you would talk about LLCs and taxes. Um, but so yeah, so she had like we were like with. Well, I was told that we were sitting at a table that they referred to as Black Excellence. Truly, so was. I was like, I'm on board. I'm in for this whole group. And at one point, I got to hold a sweet, fat baby. So I think it was really a success and all you're not, around. You're not talking about me. No. No, absolutely not. I was at a, uh, a party of a, a mutual friends of ours uh, a couple years ago, and I remember some Wall Street guy, boring as hell. <laughs> but I asked him questions for like 20 minutes. He asked me nothing, but I kept asking him questions. I'm like, oh, well, what about when the stock does this? What about when... <laughs> What about when the stock does this? What about credit default swaps? And wow. I, I, yeah, that's my chance. Well, read Matt Taibbi. But that's my chance <laughs> oh my God. to, you know, what do, instead of like me and my weird comedy references or like, uh, right. why, why don't we talk about Gambit's first appearance in X Men <laughs> 267, I think? I can't remember. But like, I won't correct you. <laughs> instead of that stuff, let me, what do we talk about? Mortgage rates? Siding on houses? What's the best siding? Siding on houses. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know who never has a problem figuring out what to talk about and be dynamic? The first comedians we're going to give these people. I 
truly was excited when they said yes to be on the live show. Truly am excited to bring this set to you guys. Guys, we got some great sets from the show we did in New York City. And so these are people who we just felt like, we got to get you. We got one night only. This first set is Matt Rogers and Bowen Yang. Love. You may know them as the hosts of the podcast Las Culturistas, okay? Which was named one of the best podcasts of 2017 by Vulture and Esquire, okay? Matt's work has been featured on College Humor, Reductress, Funny or Die, and a whole bunch of other places. And Bowen has appeared on shows like Broad City and High Maintenance. And he was just hired as a new writer on Saturday Night Live. Slay, Bowen. That was, like, so sweet. He will appreciate you saying slay. (laughs) You guys... Open your hearts, loosen your butts for Matt and Bowen. Roll it. Wow, 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 wow. How's everyone How are you? Oh, my God. Um, Matt. Matt. Hi. Hi. Listen. This is, this is my good Judy over here. My Jubu. My Jubu. <laughs> can I say you are closer? Yeah, I guess. Because your sister converted to Judaism. She, she pulled a Charlotte and she converted to Judaism, yeah. <laughs> she did. She did. and um, For and love. For love. And she named her... Be- the, we, there was a Hebrew naming ceremony for my niece for, uh, recently in Atlanta, and they gave her the Jewiest name. <laughs> they did. Her name <laughs> is Elisheva Tova Shalom. And then I think... And then like Manischewitz or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It's it's but I am closer to I am I guess I am the Jubu in between us. You yeah. are, you are. I am I, the, I I used the to be, finance. I've I've um, danced around religiously. <laughs> what, what does that mean? I have. I my family was Greek Orthodox. Uh-huh. And then my parents, when we were eight, we converted to Roman Catholicism because my mom said it's almost the same. Yeah. Meanwhile, I found out later it was because Greek Orthodox, the masses are all in Greek, and they couldn't fucking understand what <laughs> what they were saying for years, oh, and so dang. then we were Roman Catholics. Wow. And then I got a whole other sort of oppression. Sure, sure, sure. It wasn't and easy it, for me growing up. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowen Yang, gay Asian man, let me take the space and say how it wasn't easy for me growing up. Yeah. I do. Speak, well, okay. <laughs> The, sh- the show is called Couples Therapy. I've been on this journey with Matt lately to, uh, convince, on him journey, bitch. to convince him to get into therapy just because... Just me specifically? Well, for yeah. you, yeah, you should, you should do it. I did cry on the subway right here. Oh, I know. He did. He did. He did. And I was <laughs> not kidding. And I was making my case for a sliding scale. I was like, it can, you can work it out. But a sliding <laughs> scale, a sliding scale is still one hundred twenty-five dollars. No, it's a like sesh. fifty. It's like fifty. It's not, bitch. Depends it's not, on honey. I'm the one in need of therapy. I've been looking. Okay. okay. All right. I'm in it. I'm, I'm in Even it. the ones that are, like, I'm trying to find a therapist that's like perfect for me. That's like perfect, perfect for my like very specific needs. Like, yeah. comedian, gay, male, fucking cheap. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Who is that? Who is I that? don't know if they exist. It's Karamo. It's, it's Karamo. Karamo. <laughs> yeah. It's Karamo. And even, I would feel, I would feel very judged by Karamo. Yeah, I would just, this, I cannot have him, my therapist is, is a cis woman. Like, I can't have a, I can't have a guy as a therapist no matter what. Like, no. I will fall in love with him. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I will. See, I feel like I would convince myself into having a gay guy therapist, and in the back of my mind, it would be because I need to fuck him, and that's why Don't. I need therapy. There you go. <laughs> anyway, Matt, 
I have a horrible thing with authority. I fuck everybody who's in charge of me. <laughs> you know it's true. Oh my God, all those, all those deans in college. Honestly, I was an RA in college not because of like the free housing, because I needed to be in a situation where I couldn't fuck my superior. <laughs> I was like, please, God. Wow, but then you would fuck your I your did fuck people. a couple residents, residents yeah. Residents, yeah. That's cute. That wasn't why I got fired, though. I did get fired. <laughs> why did you? Why did, wait, I don't even know this. Why did you get fired again? I got fired for being an RA because they put me on probation because my, my, my uh, fucking bulletin board didn't look pretty enough. Uh. And they were like, they were like really shading me. They were like, and yours should be really good. I was like, because I'm gay. And they were like, <laughs> they were like, yeah. <laughs> uh. That's unfair. It that's was a, so unfair. That's grading on a curve. That's not fair. But then, okay, so they put me on probation for my bulletin board not being pretty, and then they fired me because I forgot to pick up the duty phone. I was like three hours late picking up the duty phone. Meanwhile, I was fucking residents, smoking weed with the residents. I can't they believe They could have fired me for so many reasons. So many cool reasons. <laughs> but, it was, oh, but it was because of an overall warped cumulative sense of a cumulative warped thing of authority. Yes, I'm honey. trying to intellectualize this. It's it's not working. <laughs> but um, that's what I love about you though. You'll always intellectualize the situation. Matt, you and I have been friends for this is we've been friends for like a full decade. A now. decade. A decade. That's crazy. A I think single decade. I can point out three moments, three loci in our friendship. Go I on think. and point them out. Okay. First one <laughs> the the first time we met was pretty contentious. Hatred between us. Hatred between us. Um, I was I was on the improv group at NYU, and Matt was like had was going through this high school musical Zac Efron moment where he was like an athlete but wanted to so get into hot. performing arts. <laughs> and he it was his freshman year. You you had entertained the idea of getting into comedy. Yeah. Well, right? I was on the sketch group eventually, and yes. you were on the improv group yes. at NYU, which is how do you describe NYU? Oh, it is. Um, I, have a, I have a few descriptions of NYU. Uh, I say, I tell people I went to school at a real estate firm called NYU. <laughs> or I went to school at a headshot studio called NYU. And my favorite. Or, or I went to school at a celebrity daycare called NYU. <laughs> Those are my three, yeah. So we met because our friend Shermung. Shermung, who uh, at the time after conversion therapy, I was like straight again and I was like, I have a crush on this woman. You just and blew past conversion therapy, and they were like, "Whoa!" And now I'm back, in, honey. I'm back in regular therapy, and it's gorgeous. And so, if I can do this, it, is a boy can. erased. This is a boy, I'm boy erased. <laughs> I am Lucas Hedges. Okay, this is for that's for the queers in the audience. Yeah, I guess yeah, you I guys. Nicole, Nicole Kidman was my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, boy erased. Oh no, Mike and Dylan were talking about how Black Panther was the black Star Wars. Boy erased and Star is born are collectively. <laughs> The gay star. It's a huge year for us. <laughs> it's a big it's year. It's a huge year for us. This is the huge gay this year is in the cinema. This the year for the gays, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, continue. Um, but then we had, we had met, and then we'd gone to a Hammercat show, the sketch group, which Matt would eventually be the sort of head writer of. But um, anyway, it was just, it was a weird moment. And then, like, he, we just, like, were two dogs sniffing each other's butts. We like, didn't like each other because like I think we both knew the ultimate truth about each other is that we were both whores. <laughs> No, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> um, no. Uh, what are you talking just about? Just a little. I, I, when I was bait and switching them. Oh. So they, th yeah. they thought I was going to say gay, and then I said horse. Horse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, then what happened was. fast forward a year later, Matt had just, Matt had finally gotten on the sketch team. I, became, I came out as gay, was wonderful at being gay. Yes. And, 
And then we went to the same party, and this is the moment where I knew this bitch so, was my soulmate friend. Uh, do people know Nicki Minaj's debut album, Pink Friday? Are people familiar? You're familiar? Are people familiar with the bonus track that later became a huge monster single called Super Bass? And no one realizes it was a bonus track. It was a bonus track. At the time, this was before like it, it got released as a single. But it, was it was before like, pop star Nicki. It, it was a deep cut, and Matt and I were like, oh, yeah, okay, let's go to this party together. But then it came on at the party. I, I did not like this bitch. I did not like this bitch, but then as soon as it came on, we locked eyes. I said, he knew every word to it, and so did I. And so literally, it was like a thing. At every party like that we had going on, that Matt and Bowen would meet in the center of the dance floor yeah. and lip sync at, no, it was full out perform. Full out perform. And then, yeah, and then, whatever. It's a longer story. Listen to our podcast if you want to hear the full version. <laughs> but... Uh, they, uh, our, both of our groups were mildly homophobic, and they threw us a wedding. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, and then the wedding song was Roman's Revenge. Off yes, of, off <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Friday as well. So anyway. And this, this girl in the comedy group spent like $1,000 on our wedding. We, and I was like, this is expensive homophobia. <laughs> this is like high-priced homophobia. Yeah. This is like... And Matt had very offhandedly been like, she was like, what's the theme? What should the theme be? And, and I was like, like, Jurassic Park. And then she literally <laughs> spent... $500 on cupcakes. It's a fucking T-Rex cake. A T-Rex cake and cupcakes that were dinosaur Laura themed. Dern did the service? No. Uh, no. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Um, it was crazy. So that's that's loci number. That's locust number one. Mm -hmm. Locust number two is this Chicago trip that we went on. Okay, yeah. So there's a few elements to this Chicago trip. So then we joined a musical sketch group because gay. We're gay, yeah. Whores, whores, whores. Gay whores. Gay whores. Um, and so we actually went to Chicago with the <laughs> distinct goal of being whores. Yeah. And, well, first of all, we should say, on the flight on the way there, <laughs> like, the, something oh, happened God. with the plane where it had to fucking circle around the city of Chicago 50 times. Yeah, like, you ever yeah. be on a, on a flight and it's like, we have to do some stupid fucking shit in the air <laughs> because of yeah. some nondescript reason, which, like, we get, but you don't, so fuck you. And it's like, <laughs> we're in the air just spinning in a circle yeah. and Bowen is like I'm sorry but performatively getting sick no it was full sickness no I was I was, no. I was you like, wanted attention no I was like getting my body was, Look, was even now you can see it's so fake it's so fake it's just you can see him it acting was real no it, it was, wasn't real at all was you wanted attention you wanted attention from the whole cabin so then so rather than be like Meisner. rather than show any modicum of empathy, Matt is like of like, like of his friend suffering physically. I'm not a good flyer either, Matt bitch. goes when you literally went, you have to stop. He was like, he was doing the whole thing like I might throw up. I might throw up. And like grabbing for the bag and like being like, ooh, I might throw up in here. And I was like, you're a fucking asshole. I was like, you're not going to throw up. And he, by the way, he didn't. I was a nauseous coquette. No, and of course. Yes. That was my vibe. All my friends were like, Matt, shut up. You're being disrespectful. And I was like, he is being performative. He did not throw up, not once, not even a gag. So then, so okay, so then, so we land, and then we do our show, and then, um, this is a this we is land. A, you hadn't thrown up. Everything was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So then we do our show. We go out to this uh, famed Chicago nightclub, Berlin, in Boys Town. We were all like, let's have sex tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this is, <laughs> this is a super long story, but basically, Matt, what happened? So what happened was, it was like, it, it was our musical sketch group, everyone, all the men were gay. Yeah. In case that was like a like hanging chad for you. <laughs> um, is that the right way to say that? Uh, hanging yeah, chad? Yeah, no? Hanging chad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we all go out to this, this nightclub yeah. and we're all like, we're gonna have sex. And I make sure to dress in my like twinkiest outfit. I wore like a three-quarter length baseball shirt oh, yeah. that was like bright blue. And I was like, oh. I'm gonna be seen. <laughs> so I was seen. Yes. And I feel this gentleman just kind of clasp onto me. <laughs> and I feel this, this like gentleman sort of like, I guess like, what's the thing that, barnacle. <laughs> barnacle onto me. <laughs> I was gonna say, what's the thing that goes on docks? Oh, yeah. It's my fifth rosé. Like I said earlier, I was crying. <laughs> um, so um, I feel him get on me, and then it's been like 20, 25 songs. Like it's deep into the 25 night. 25 songs? You know. Something like that. It was a while. So then, so then you find me like I'm. I said I, I'm trying to flag you down. I saw you across the club, yeah. and it's Bowen and my friend John. And I said to John, I, I mouthed, "John, is he hot?" <laughs> because I couldn't see him at all. And John goes, "Yes." And I turn to Bowen, who's right next to John, and I say, "Bowen, is he hot?" And Bowen goes. No. <laughs> no, it was it was I'm not gonna like get into a description, but it was just kind of it was it was like He wasn't hot. It was it was it was rough. And then but then like one thing leads to another. Matt goes home with him. I decide, you know what, we're gonna give this a shot. I've he's barnacled onto me. Oh he's earned it. Yeah. So 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 I step outside and you know when like the light hits something and it's different? Yeah. That's actually um that's like Einstein. Like, yeah, that's like that Einstein. Yeah, like yeah, when yeah. the light hits something and it's different. And it's different. So the light hits him and I'm like, oh God. And we're in the cab already. So then we're in the cab and I'm like trying to make small talk. And I was like, so where do you live? And he goes, very far. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like, do you live in Chicago? Because we're in Chicago, and he goes, everywhere in Chicago is very far. <laughs> I was like, that can't be. That's, that, that doesn't make sense. It can't, it can't make any sense. I was like, how old are you? He looked old. <laughs> and he goes, how old do you think I am? Uh. I said, 35. He goes, I'm 48. Great, I was like, great, okay, that's great. fine, yeah, great, yeah, yeah. lovely, love it, love it, embracing it. And then I was like, were you there at the club alone? He goes, yes, that's where I go to find them. <laughs> and I say, knowing I'm gonna die, I was like, find who? He goes, young boys like you, which is like literally the worst answer is, you could give. That is out of Hansel and Gretel. That's out of, truly out of a fairy tale I read at age four that said, don't go home from the gay club with a stranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So then I literally, we drive 40 minutes out of Chicago. Oh 40 God. minutes out. Skokie. S fucking so far. Yeah. So I cross like a frozen, it's the dead of winter, by the way, in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. January, babe. 
So we cross the like frozen river. I go into his house. I'm telling you, in his house there were three things. A Bowflex machine, one single mat on the floor, and a Doberman <laughs> sitting on the mat just waiting. Oh. I go in the bathroom. I tell myself in the mirror, you don't have to do this. You can just leave. But then I looked down. I had taken my fucking shoes off. I said, fuck. <laughs> then I looked at my reflection. I said, you know what? Just have a fun time. Who cares? <laughs> He's older. He's down to clown. Let's do it. You're young. You're probably not going to die. I go back out there. He's naked, bitch. Yeah. I get undressed. He starts to do it. I put on the performance of my life. I say, I just broke up with my boyfriend. I'm so sorry. I have to go. He's begging me to stay. The dog's begging me to stay. <laughs> the Bowflex is the begging Bowflex me The Bowflex is like, please, we need this. Yeah. And I gave you some performance inspiration. You did. Yeah. And so, so basically, I, uh, he's holding me at the door, and he had, like, pushed me down on the bed. Like, it was too crazy. I was like, if this is how my parents find out, I went. That's fucking hilarious. Um, so then you leave, and then you so have to, like, leave. walk up the exit ramp at the, on this the highway? This is before Uber. Yeah. This is before Uber, Uber, so there was nothing. I had to wait in the, t I'm telling you, six, this is the polar vortex here. Yeah, this was for year one of the polar year vortex. Year one of the PV. So I was waiting on the street. It's six degrees. Uh, finally, a taxi comes. I somehow remember our address. You come home. I am. We, we were sharing. We had shared a sofa bed the night before, and I just had it to myself that night. But then I wake up. I wake. He up wanted me to die. No, no, no. So he could sleep soundly. But I wake up at four in the morning <laughs> to Matt Rogers just perched over me and whispering into my ear the line from Memoirs of a Geisha. <laughs> a story like mine has never been told. <laughs> Until, now! Until now! I love you. I love you. And then lo Locust number three is just when the Star is Born trailer came out. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I'd always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out, but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but 
For comparison, MeUndies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray. And it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. 
check that out. It was lovely. What a it lovely was, time we had with them. It was a truly magical time. I love Bowen. I met Bowen first years ago. We were on a show together, and he was doing a character, and I, I just loved it so much. And I <laughs> want – I've never – like, we moved, so I never got the chance to, like – text him and be like hey do you want to just hang out i don't know if you would with me you never got a chance to connect i wanted to yeah i wanted us to be friends i know you did we're I friends we are friends like when he got on snl i texted him congrats you know right. we're that we're that level of friends <laughs> but i wanted us to i know you, you know. wanted to become bros yeah you want to become sweet tender bros bone if you hear this <laughs> oh my god and we ever live in the same city again let's hang out you and i must make it packed i'm done it's tough, you know, because I see Bowen is a weirdo like me. And so I, I feel like we connect on that level. Yeah. Anyway, enough of enough of me wishing I had <laughs> deeper friendships with people. <laughs> uh, why don't we play our set from New York? So this was, uh, you know, we, we talk a little bit about, you know, loving how we're back in don't, the city. Don't even spoil it. But there's some other surprising stuff that happened in New York. And I can't wait for you to hear it. <laughs> So please, put your hands together for us. <laughs> Wherever you are, clap out loud <laughs> for our set. Here it goes. Roll it. Oh, God. I'm so happy to be back in New York. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm like, I just, what I, I love this energy. We did so much today. You know what I mean? We coming at you. We coming in real hot. You want to know why? We got an extra 15 minutes in our actual couples therapy session, okay? An extra 15. You got to unpack that shit, okay? You got to unpack it. You got to take your time. And I feel like that was it. We did the couples therapy that we paid for. And now you get the fruits of our labor in the couples therapy y'all paid for. You know what I mean? So it all evens out. We're all investing tonight. It was good. Guys, we went on a journey in our therapy. We went down. But yeah. by the time at that extra 15... We were back up at the you top. Need it. I tell him, don't leave, don't let me leave here wanting to kill him. You know what I mean? That's not what I pay for. You got to let me leave here on top yes. with hope and belief in this love. If I'm still grimacing at the end, if my teeth are still grinding, he hasn't done his job. He hasn't done it. I won't pay you. You ain't getting my Venmo. Does anyone else Venmo their therapist? That's the only way to do it. The modern age. It is. I'm just happy to be back in New York because I can ride the trains again. You do love a subway. Oh, my God. I know I know that everything is, like, crazy. And I did yesterday. I had to get from Harlem to Brooklyn on a Sunday schedule. So you know I took half the alphabet. <laughs> you know it was half the alphabet. Still, I, I don't care how bad the MTA gets. Cherish, guys, cherish it. <laughs> cherish it. I don't care if it's you and a conductor seesawing one of those mine cars down the, down the tracks. It is so much better than any other city in this fucking country. Oh, my God. I don't care. Like, look, look. Yes, okay. So in L.A., you can go from uh, your house to your car to wherever you are, and your hair is fine. And yes, yes, I went from having straight hair to my Jewish this what uh beachy waves i don't know what do you call it <laughs> you got a little curly cue happening it is look we split the red sea and the curse for that <laughs> was beachy waves beachy waves are not a curse besides you can come and meet her at the bronx and we can both get relaxers okay <laughs> if you're feeling I, that bad about your curls i was thinking that i was thinking about this which is that that is a point of connection we both i have wavy hair and i flatten it <laughs> 
You relax your hair. I do. That is our, that's, that's our, our hearts start with our hair. <laughs> well, it was so funny when it like started raining earlier today, just a little drippy drop. And literally Andy was like, I need to buy an umbrella. Like on a drippy drop. And I've never met a Caucasian who had an umbrella on a drippy drop. <laughs> That's like my purview. You know what I'm saying? That's a hat, a hoodie, have a hair wrap going on underneath because the humidity levels. But you were like, no, I need coverage. Yeah, this is a very delicate ecosystem up here. <laughs> I got two whirls in the back. Girl, nobody the- care about your whirls. <laughs> I only humor you at home because I love you. <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Oh my God. Oh, we were like running our errands though. That was a good thing. I love, don't you love that feeling? Like, it's so interesting because I think the energy of the city and that sense of how, like, when the train pulls in just as you step out, you're like, God loves me. You know what I mean? It's like so crazy. But it's like, that's not true. That's just a schedule. But, <laughs> but you tell yourself that it means some shit. You know what I mean? And it sets the tone. But like, literally, the best part of our day was like, we got to Flatiron area easy, quickly enough to go to Trader Joe's before therapy. And I've never felt more in control. (laughs) The ability to pick up a non-perishable before talking about my emotions is peak Manhattan. You know what I mean? But the thing that we really want to talk about, though, is what happened at Trader Joe's when Uh, we went to the cashier. Now, Naomi has a bit she does about this, and it's happened so many times, including today. Well, that was the thing. That it, well, I'm just saying that it's not, it's gone from bit to, I don't know. Just a documentary. Yes. It's not a joke. Well, no. Well, okay, literally, okay, we've been together. Let's explain. Let's explain. Andy and I have been together eight years, okay? Right? Two Thank terms. You. Two terms. We don't put our time in. And yet, it is amazing how many people never think we're together. No one ever thinks we're a couple. We legit roll up anytime we want to go to a restaurant. It's like, are you together? Will there be separate checks? <laughs> no, bitch, put them leftovers in one bag. <laughs> this is a unit all the time. And then today was like prime example. We were at Trader Joe's, Andy's at front. I went to go grab a quick four pack of seltzer. <laughs> and so I come back over to where he is we go up to the cashier, so I'm holding the seltzer. Andy's got the bag, like got the, what do you call, basket. And this girl, working a register, I put, the, I, put the, I put the seltzer down. You know, because I'm holding it like this. No, put it down. We have a counter space. And she goes, is this together? What? The f- Two lovers, one cart. I, I just, I just can't. I cannot think of, like, what are the mental gymnastics that she had to go through to see us together, putting the groceries together, and wondering if we were together. Well, also, not just that, because what I thought, I was like, did you think this was some elaborate plot to get this bitch to buy me a spindrift? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I just follow him and sidle up slow. At the last minute, I'll cross him in front, and you'll never know. Like, what would I would what would have happened? I, I was trying to steal, get you to buy me a raspberry lime moment. Oh, so she, so so you think that maybe she was like cluing me in? Like this woman is throw is throwing this seltzer in there. She was trying and to protect you. It. She was trying to protect you from me, and I don't know why. 
It was insane. Small white man, do you know that this black woman <laughs> is trying to get you to buy her seltzer? <laughs> do you want to put $3.99 on your debit card? It's like, oh, I was so mad. And it was so funny because she did that. And then we just did a look, which is like our way of saying, ain't that about a bitch? You know what I mean? But it's just like, a, you, you clocked it. We both clocked it. <laughs> I just want to know, is this going to go on for the rest of our lives? Like, are we going to be at our wedding and right. whoever's ordaining it is going to be like, are you guys the ones getting... <laughs> yeah. Where's the, where's the real bride? <laughs> and it'll be like... Uh, well, I feel like especially when we get old, because you know, like, I'm going to stay flawless until I'm at least 70. <laughs> and around 58, you're going to start to go. And that's when they're not going to believe it. That's when they're not going to believe it. Constantly. We're going to have to, like, fight to get in the same room at the nursing home. <laughs> We're together. Or like, <laughs> we're together. <laughs> they're putting our like our coffins into our graves, <laughs> and they're like, I don't know if these two are supposed to be <laughs> side by side. <laughs> yeah, I think they should be in separate cemeteries. Oh, that's taking it to a uh, like a 1950s moment. Sure, <laughs> that's a 1950s. We all remember Loving versus Grim Reaper. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Classic case. I love both versions of that movie. No, no one saw the loving original with Leela Rashan. Leela Rashan, okay? Before. And it, no, you have to see. It's wonderful. I want to I want to ask you a question. What do you think it will take outside of us becoming famous? Yeah. For people to recognize that we are together when we're just out in public. Cuz it is I, I on the way down here, I we were sitting next to each other and Naomi was playing uh, Candy Crush Soda. Of course. I want to make sure I got the right one. Naturally. Cuz look, if I said Candy Crush Plain, no, absolutely not. This is not 2015. Yeah. I'm playing soda. Correct. 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 Yeah. My wife doesn't play regular Candy Crush. <laughs> she plays Candy Crush Jelly. Maybe Bubble Witch 3. Don't tell them all my games. Pet Rescue. Stop! Pet Rescue's too deep of a cut. Look, I need to keep my hands busy, okay? I just, like, can't. I can't. Oh, yeah. It's totally out of anxiety. <laughs> not knowing what to do with it. We're all been mentally ill. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think it will take for people to recognize that we are? Oh, so I was looking. At, I was looking over, and I was about to like tell her to make a move, and then I realized people <laughs> would think that it was just like some weird stranger, right? Like, like going over and, and you know, <laughs> over the boundaries of what a weird stranger should. Well, right. does a weird stranger have boundaries? Well, a lot of questions here. <laughs> but yes. But what will you do? You think it will take for people to recognize that we are a couple? I would literally. I feel like when you and I. Or, like, if we're sitting on the subway, I have to literally fucking drape my leg over yours. I feel like it has to so be just, like, really intense contact. Constant PDA. Constant like, we just have to like walk down the like, street. Like, walk to the Trader Joe's cashier. Hi. Like, enveloped. I don't know how we'd manage the cart. We'd hook it between we'd both of our between, arms yeah. to show that we both own it. Do you know what I mean? It would have to be like that. It would have to be nuts. Do, all, do you think all interracial couples go through this? Do we got any IRCs in the house? Does it happen? Thank you. Yes, this is an epidemic. <laughs> this is an epidemic. Get the CDC. It's an epidemic. <laughs> oh, my God. It's true. It's truly living. It has me so mad. It's okay. Who we'll would think in, in this political climate that no one <laughs> would recognize an interracial couple? Everyone's so progressive and woke. <laughs> well, the thing that's like, so I will say that I feel like it has, it did help us feel like for instance you will call me wife 
even though we're not married, almost to like prove it to some bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like we were in Pennsylvania buying bus tickets because we had to get out of there. <laughs> we had to go immediately. We had Very to get the true. fuck out. Very true. We bought the bus tickets. And, and you go up to get them. You have to give your ID, so you have mine. I'm literally up on his ass, okay, at the counter. And Andy's like, two tickets. You got both. I She's, and the lady goes, who the second ticket for? <laughs> she had the fucking nerve. Like I wasn't here. Like I was a full, like a full-size Peter Pan version of a shadow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just walking around you. You know what I mean? Peter Pan shadow, he had to catch it at one point. She didn't believe me. I remember that she also was like, she gave stank face when she had to spell your name. She had Naomi's driver's license right there. Right. And then she gave stank face. As if Eck Paragon is a difficult name. It's not. Thank you e so much. That's like why we're together. <laughs> You're like, it's not difficult. And I'm like, thank you. I feel seen. I feel like I'm just stating a fact. <laughs> oh, God, it's okay. We got this. It's for real. It's for life. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, I also feel like maybe... Maybe the, the fact that people don't recognize us as a couple, it does push us closer together. Right, right, right. Because then you have to be like, I'm getting this ticket for my wife. And I'm like, wow, when did we do it? But it's nice. It's nice that you're like letting her know. How you dare let you, know. you Fosnot eating Pennsylvanian. Fosnot? Yeah. Fo uh, uh, yeah, you have to tell us what this is. Guys, on Fat Tuesday... <laughs> People in, I think it's Pennsylvania, maybe other places too, sure. eat these uh, donut things. They're disgusting. They're not real donuts. Is it fried dough with sugar? I don't even know if it has sugar on it. That uh, It's like Pennsylvania Dutch bullshit, all right? Wow. See, I fucks with a Dutch Yeah, treat. I'll say it. I'll be the first person to say it. <laughs> Pennsylvania Dutch are bullshit. Andy. I'm brave enough to come out <laughs> against. Okay, this is where we disagree, and honestly, this is why we have another session on Friday. Okay, uh, because we have to unpack this. Okay, because you know I fucks with a Dutch apple, a crumble, okay? Any kind of oh, dough concoction. Wait, hold on, is that specifically Pennsylvania Dutch? Well, just, they make good treats. Oh. What else are they doing? Oh, I'm back in. Now you're back on I'm board. I'm back in, sorry everyone. If there's any Pennsylvania Dutch here, apologies. And do you see how you can change hearts and minds? <laughs> if you just engage in a dialogue. It's about a dialogue. Hey, y'all, wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm -hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. And we are back. And I'm here to let you know that we are a couple. We are two people united in love, if that wasn't made clear to you. And if you work at a Trader Joe's and an interracial couple approaches you with items, don't question a situation. We it should, hurts. We should just wear T-shirts that have our faces on it. By the way, there are T-shirts with our faces on it, I think. <laughs> 
But uh, or at least merch with our faces on it. Uh, we should wear T-shirts with our faces on it, saying we are a couple. Please stop asking if we're together. <laughs> on also, front and back. On front and back. I got something on mine that says, "I am not going to hurt this white man," because I, they're always concerned about your well-being. <laughs> Mine's gonna say, "I am not a hostage." <laughs> oh my god, it's a damn, damn shame. You um, guys, do you want do you want to uh, introduce the last set? Hell yeah. Guys, I got another set for you from two of our favorite New York comedians. Old friends. Dear veterans of the show. They were probably on one of the earliest, earliest shows, and they're back for you guys. We're so happy we got to record them. You guys, this is a wonderful set from Mike Brown and Dylan Stevenson. They are comedians, best friends, and co-hosts of the live show Super Video Bros. Mike's been on Adult Swim, True TV, MTV, and Dylan is a writer on Wyatt Senac's Problem Areas on HBO. So you are in for a treat. Give it up for Mike and Dylan. Roll it. Is that the sound of a safe space? Oh my God. I've... Oh, wow. Oh my God. Wow. So, so, so what happens when they stop? Oh, oh, it's safe again? Okay, just, oh just right here in this section? Okay. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Gotta keep this shit safe. Yeah. So what do we do here? Don't know. This is what's gonna happen. Um, we wear matching shirts. We thought this would be enough for you guys. Yeah. Um, Maybe the backs. Let's show them the backs. Maybe the backs, the backs. Yeah. Uh, yeah so no, we no, have no, a no. show. <laughs> we have a show where we watch music videos together with our friends. We do it here, and um, we talk about stuff. Mike, what do you think about our relationship? Man, you know what? It. <sighs> I didn't I, like. I didn't know what uh, what love was before you. Um. No, I taught him English. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, no, como dice? Uh, <laughs> How you say my, my, my name in Spanish? Mi amor. Mi amor. Yeah. Yeah. So you deep, know. Deep Angie Martinez. Deep. Cuts. Yeah. Um, Angie Martinez. Th- this is not even the crowd for that. Angie Martinez yeah. is a hip hop uh, journalist. <laughs> From Hot 97, which is a radio station for uh, New Yorkers who have actually grown up here. Hi. Uh, um, it's uh, hip hop in the late 90s was so crazy that they saw a radio DJ and said, she plays the songs, let's just let her make some. Yeah. Uh, and she dropped an album uh, where she taught me most of the Spanish I know. Really? Yeah, it's a song, Mi Amor, with Jay-Z. Uh, Angie Martinez and Jay-Z. They, they do How do you say I love in Spanish? Me amor. How do you say I want something? Can I get it, bro? He stops learning yeah, Spanish. Yeah, yeah. That's how the song goes. That's how the song goes. He stops learning Spanish. That's what Jay-Z year. said. This was before Me Too. It was a different time. It was a different time. He asked, but he stopped learning yeah, yeah. Spanish the second lyric. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> me amor. Yeah. Well, now that you know that I love you. <laughs> Let's talk about this condom situation. You I don't know, know if that's... That, that, actually, that actually reminds me of the, the moment I should have known that we were going to be like comedy, comedy music soulmates. Yeah. Uh, one, of your, one of your tweets that always sticks out in my mind, and I bring it up all the time. Please talk about it. Hold on, wait. Uh, some, I looked it up again to t- today. It's from 2012. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that November. Uh, yeah, I remember. The tweet was, the genius of DMX is what these bitches want is that to this day... We still don't know. I mean, come on! That's a good tweet! That's a good tweet! DMX is also a rapper from <laughs> Yonkers. 
played on Hot 97. I think he's mostly a felon these days. I don't know, yeah, if, he's I think a, <laughs> I don't know if he's a rapper anymore. I think he's just doing a lot of felonies. <laughs> Not even like, he's, he's getting cre- like impersonating officers at the airport. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like when a rapper gets to that stage of their career. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, hey, I did the albums now. I'm a cop. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know, like Ice Ice T went in one direction and DMX went in another (laughs) direction. (laughs) You know, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I was I was I was thinking if we were gonna like freestyle rap, but I was like, I don't think so. We don't need to do that. We don't need to. We're not gonna do it tonight. (laughs) That we were like y'all missed the early show. See, that's what happened. See, now that now that couples therapy is mainstream, everybody wanna come out. You probably see it on Time Out New York or New York Times or Jezebel or. Uh, what's another site people be Are you re- chastising them for getting exposure? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 y'all niggas like advertisements? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all probably, y'all probably read about, look at us. She looks like she reads. Look at that bullshit. <laughs> we, just, we, ju- we just tweet real earnestly for our show. <laughs> yeah. Please come. We have shirts, you know, and then <laughs> I see what happens. Um, That's not a thing to brag about. Like, most people on shows have shirts. But they don't, they don't got, like, shirts, though. <laughs> they got shirts, but they don't got shirts. That hand motion doesn't make it a different word. <laughs> In the black community, the hand signal, <laughs> the hand motion signifies difference, okay? <laughs> there was, like, Destiny's Child Beyonce, and there's also Beyonce. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's a different... There's always another Beyonce. There's always that's, another that's Beyonce. The thing, that's the thing you got to watch out for. There's always another one. Yeah, you never know. She was, she was regular, and then she got thick on us, and it was like, damn. Yeah. I, I didn't know there was going to be more Beyonce. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We in Brooklyn. Thick is... <laughs> is <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying to save you. Yeah, 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 I got thick it. is... Two C's. Th- theater? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> You wanted to save me. Theater, hope. Improvisation. <laughs> Culture! And Knowles. Because it starts with a K. It yeah, does. it starts with yeah. But also, if you're in the hood, that's a C, and it stands for Carter. You see what we did? You see what we did? <laughs> you know I did! You know I did! Give me that! Give me that! So you don't even know! Uh, for those on the podcast, he high-fived the closest black woman in, <laughs> in range. Uh, it was very fulfilling for him and her, not anyone else keeping you looped. It's kind of a Super Video Bros staple. Just have a close black woman in the audience for high-fiving purposes. Thank you. <laughs> Forever, okay? <laughs> For those listening, I just did the Wakanda salute. <laughs> gesture made it different. Gesture made it different. Gesture made it different. Gesture it did made it different, you know? Um, and that's what I love about us as a people. By us, I mean Americans. Um, <laughs> uh, for those in the podcast, he gestured just to the black people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> for those he listening, didn't. I did another Wakanda salute. <laughs> He didn't. Let's have fun with the audience here. Let's stop talking about the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You have any fun thing, make memories of me or whatever? <laughs> 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 it sounds like we're about to break up. Yeah. Like the way you asked that. You be thinking about me? You know, at first I wasn't. You know okay. what I mean? But uh, no, I'm trying to think with a favorite. I think my favorite memory. I like that one too. 
<laughs> you jerk. <laughs> when we when we went on tour and we did that show in Orlando. Was it Orlando? No, nah, we just relaxed in Orlando. We did Oh a show. yeah. Oh man. Oh we were woo. It, wasn't, it wasn't that fun. Yeah. <laughs> when I say woo, it means like we were ducking racism and we did it. So we were like, woo, you know what I mean? Um Boca Raton. Mm. <laughs> I heard someone say, ooh, you know what I mean? That's for those listening, um, that person has experienced racism <laughs> and he, he gave me the Wakanda salute from the audience. So many salutes. So many salutes. Uh, so we had the show in Boca Raton, right? And we had two shows and we we're like, okay, we did the first show, stand up only, killed the show, right? And then the producer's like, hey, thanks for doing the show. And then he goes on stage and tells the audience, he's like, hey, that was the show. We have another show coming up. But if you guys want to stick around, you can just stay because the comics are going to do all new material. No. We did the material. That was the material. That was all we were going to do. <laughs> we were going to do the same old material for all new people at 9 o'clock. And um, then uh, me and Dill got on stage together, and we freestyled a set for 20 minutes. It was like the most fun we've ever had on stage together. So Not tonight's the most fun, but you know. <laughs> you're right, you're right. You know. <laughs> recounting, that, recounting that other, he's, he's going to, are you going to high five him again? No, okay. no, 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 it's not a high five moment, it's just a. Just checking in. Yeah, yeah, it's just a. Just checking in. It's just a like, what's going on on black Twitter? You know what I mean? I come back here, come back here. Be good, you know? <laughs> what's going on in the black Emmys? You know, like, it's, that's a thing, whatever. Issa, what's up? Um, I, I wish, I wish. What's your memory about me? I told you. I didn't I say one already? No, no, he didn't. He didn't. See, you be you always do this, yo. You always want me to share about like my feelings with you, and then when I ask for your feelings, you'd be like, "We did that already." Like you don't. This is the like first you don't time care. You've ever asked about my feelings? Uh, right, I got to. I, gotta I remember. shouldn't have to. I, can we not do this in public right now? When am I supposed to do it, Dylan? In private, that's the other one. That's like it's, it's, it's public. I asked if we could not do it in public, so then the other option is private. Oh, so just because you ask for something, you're supposed to have it? Patriarchy. <laughs> I feel like I can't even argue against that, because then I'm arguing against, you know, whatever. All right. Uh, you know, By the way, hold on. I just want to thank uh, Brooklyn and the feminist contingency. I didn't know the word patriarchy before last year. And I fucking love it, okay? <laughs> it is better than calling somebody a racist or whatever. You just say, you patriarchal son of a... And you're like, yep, I got you. You know what I mean? You can't do anything. So thank you. Thank you very much. Thank and you. then that's what you used on me. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I remember when we used to do that open mic in Harlem. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, at the, uh, the, at the Mediterranean. Joint? Yeah, yeah. No, not, e not Mediterranean. We, yeah, Ethiopia. what? It was Ethiopia. Wakanda forever. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, it was challenge day. <laughs> Mbaku. Mbaku. So years ago we would we would do we would do this open mic. Baba, tell me a story <laughs> about the open mic. And, <laughs> and Mike would just, you know, do the opening of Black Panther. <laughs> Mike would do the opening of a great movie. <laughs> it was referred as the Black Star Wars. Is that what people call it? That's what I call it at home. <laughs> Has your family watched Black Star Wars? I watched it four times <laughs> with different members of my family. You watch it individually every time with a different member of your family. Yes, that is the only way to experience the Black Panther. And that's how you started 
That's how you started talking like this. <laughs> yes. My name is <laughs> My name is Ralph. <laughs> I did not get a good Wakanda name. <laughs> they were all taken. I'm sure Ralph's a good name in Wakanda. No, they make fun of me. <laughs> what kind of name is Ralph? You sound like you'd sell taxes or something. Do I don't know how you sell taxes, but that's what we do in Wakanda. <laughs> you are not familiar. They have a you different system over there. They have know. a totally different system with well, vibranium. Well, <laughs> <laughs> how much longer do you want to do this till Disney comes after you? <laughs> <laughs> or would, Chadwick Boseman, because... Uh, we would forward the emails to Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> And she would give it to Andy. And Andy will take care of all of the problems. I like that plan. It is good to have a good white man. I like that. <laughs> you can't say that in that voice. You can't. Don't applaud that. You can't do that in that voice. T'Challa has the spirit of the Black Panther, but he does not have a Jubu. <laughs> the Jubu gives him different type of powers. <laughs> I should have had a memory ready. I should have. I should have. <laughs> I should have had a memory. Should have had a memory at the ready. I wish we were actually brothers. I, re I. Oh man. I wish. Can we do this? I do too. Like, cause listen, listen. I mean, like my. I, you know. Talk. T how many siblings you got? I got a sister, I guess. She's <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'm the oldest of six. Ain't none of us. A pair, you understand me? Ain't none of them from the same mom and dad, you know? <laughs> That's right, I'm black, I said it, you know what I mean? And I wish I had like, like a brother around my age. You know, I got younger, I don't got one around my age, you know, that I could do Wakanda voices with, you know what I mean? And, well, let's, let's, uh, and then my brother right there. No, don't do that anymore. You left him! <laughs> can we, can we parent trap our parents? So what's, what's going on? What's going on with your parents? Okay, okay, real quick. So, because um, we get in the light, they're trying to get us uh, off. Okay, let's get the hell out of here. All but right. in my country, the light means war. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so, 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 quick, quick. My dad is my dad is happily married, or so he tells me. And um, my mom. Yeah, my parents it, my, are still married too. Yeah, your parents. Your parents still married. My mom. My mom is. Uh, I think he's he's having like sex with some dude named John. She, she says uh, it's her special friend. Uh, I've never met him, but um, yeah, so that's what that is. But I think maybe if I could get my mom yeah. and your dad or mom. All right. <laughs> Janelle, Janelle Monet's popping. I don't know what's going uh, yeah, on you're anymore. Not, you know, I don't know. In a room, maybe they can get together and get married and but we can solidify our relationship. But how does, like, how do we get Lindsay Lohan there? <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we'll advertise like a cocaine party, okay? <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. I don't know what she's into, but I think everybody's kind of like into cocaine. So <laughs> we'll do a cocaine party. Hopefully she comes. All right. And then what else happened in Paratrap? I know Lindsay was in it. Oh, I don't remember that okay, movie. Okay, great. I don't remember that movie at all. It was white people parent problems. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> in Black Panther, the parents always stay together. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't know what. Um, yeah, my name is Mike Brown. I'm Dylan Stevenson. Super Thank video, bros. We love you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs>
which I, I don't take offense to in a certain sense because it, I, that, that was just like a way of you talking about me in your act. Mm-hmm. But there is a little bit of – I do feel a little uh, – I don't know about jealousy, but just like a little possessiveness around where I'm like, that's kind of me. Even though it's not – like I've, I've always been like – I'll know my, I, I know I've given up on myself when I just start referring to me as Jubu. When I put like Jubu in my Twitter bio, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm like, I'm just an addendum. I'm just like a chapter in your book. <laughs> and I don't have my own zine. Because that is your book and I'm a zine. How's yes. That? <laughs> I also love that as relationship advice. It's like, do not be a chapter in their book. Be your own zine. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's about putting yourself first. That's like very self-help. Right. Very Maybe you're supportive. not a book. Maybe you're a zine. Maybe you're a full-fledged magazine of your own. Maybe you're an encyclopedia, baby. Maybe you a blog post. Whatever it is, be you. (laughs) Be yours. Yeah, maybe you're just an Instagram caption. Hey, maybe you're just – no, I was going to say an Instagram comment, but that's being – subsumed in someone else's Right, that's being subsumed. You're a caption. You know what? You are a caption, everyone. (laughs) I think think that – I love how excited you were about the lowest form of individuality. (laughs) You guys, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, By the way, if you want to check out a live show of ours, uh, the next one here in Los Angeles is November 3rd at the Virgil. And if you live in Washington, D.C., we are going to be at Benson Ball. Yes, baby. We are going to be at Benson Ball. That is the comedy festival started by Tig Notaro. We are so excited. We're going to be doing a live couples therapy on Sunday, October 28th. But check out CouplesTherapyPod.com for those details when they emerge or go to Benson Ball's website. and You can get all them deets. Also, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at Naomi and Andy. That is the uh, that is the Twitter handle for the show. Uh, Naomi is on there individually at Blacktress. I'm there at Andy Beckerman. You can find us on Instagram at Couples Therapy Pod. I think that's it. Oh, merch. I mentioned it before. Hey, you know what? We got T-shirts. We got mugs. We got stickers. I'm very excited about having merch. I know. You love merch, my little indie rocker. And you guys can have some if you're into it by going to CouplesTherapyPod.com and clicking that tab marked merch. Store. Sure. <laughs> you know uh, what? Uh, no matter what you say, Naomi, I love you still. Wow. Thank you. Unqualified romance. <laughs> All right, guys. You heard that. He on the record. Have a good one. See you next week. Bye. Cup.